Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off a of steal. Rescue for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive in the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They ease to forgot. The cardiac kids, Price and Doherty. Bail in the Indian years. This who it is. Your host D Train, yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host D Train, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. D-Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. Man, what's really good? You feel me? I, it's, it's been a while, man. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while. I ain't I ain't talked to a few of y'all in a couple minutes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I've been kind of. But, uh, man, let's really talk about it, okay? Cleveland Sports. It's been interesting all off season, at least well, all year. Let's. I'm just gonna start from 2022. Cleveland sports has been all year. I mean, we started off with the Cavs looking so good, and then we got into the Browns off season, and they off season looking pretty nice, and. I mean, it's been it's been going. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a few things though. It's a few things though I want to discuss before I even get into what the show about today. Okay, I gotta address a few things. Shout out to Kevin Love. Winning six man of the year. Um, I didn't really check to see uh, if Darius Garland won most improved, um, but I would argue he should have definitely got most improved. Um, Evan Mobley did not win rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes won rookie of the year. So feel some type of way but it's hard for me to really go off the go crazy about the situation because I got to keep things in perspective all right Scotty Barnes Ford Center for the Toronto Raptors has won rookie of the year for 2022 um do I feel like he's deserving of the award? Yes. Do I feel like he's the most deserving of the world war of the uh, is he the most deserving of the award? No. But he is deserving of it. Um Toronto was a bad team last year. Even though half they team then been to the finals and won a ring. It was a bad team last year. Scotty Barnes Made them 
he definitely contributes to making them a threat. They went from ninth place all year and ended up with the sixth seed in the playoffs. Um, that has to be considered. You know what I'm saying? He was top five, top three in a lot of categories. That has to be considered. So shout out to Scotty Barnes for winning. But the fact that Mobley didn't win this award and he was clear-cut by far the best rookie is just is mind-blowing. At the same token, why I got to keep it consistent is the same reason Scotty Barnes won is the same reason why Evan Mobley lost. When 2022 started, the Cavs had already won 22 games. They probably had lost about 10, 11. Here we are going into a full four months into the year. And the Cavs finished the they finished the year with a 44 and 38 record. Now most of us, that's a good record. But the fact that they were 35 and 21. The fact that they were 35 and 21 and didn't make the playoffs had to come and get something. Somebody was losing out. Um, Kevin loved winning six man of the year. I don't even see how this was even a competition. Dude was putting up 30 points in 15 minutes type shit. 25 points in 14 minutes type shit. Double doubles in under 20 minutes type shit. Like that's $30 million coming off the bench, a serviceable, serviceable impact role. That's most definitely landing you six man of the year. Um, so I you know, I like that Kevin Love won. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Garland wins the most improved. Um, I feel like we should have had a trifecta this year, but had we actually got into the playoffs without getting into the plan or made the playoffs even with the plan, I think everybody on the Cavs wins that award, wins their award. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like the fact that not only Evan Mobley, he missed quite a few games going towards that end of the run. And to be fair, K Lightweight did outplay him in one of those games, and Scotty outplayed him in a game too. Or I think he might have not played one game Scotty got off. Whatever the case, though, as much as I'm mad at Moby did not win, that's fuel for him to come back next year and be dog and shit. So I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Young Garland, um, you know, he going to come back next year and do his thing, you know. But this ain't a calf stream. I just seen some of the news, so I just wanted to, to speak on that, all right? Um, I just seen this for the first time. Um, so let's talk about what I'm here for. We talk about these Browns, baby. It is like six days before the draft. 
and speculations are going around crazy. I mean, it's already been one of the most dramatic NFL offseasons in a long time. All right, big names moving everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, player acquisitions. And it's, it's so real. I mean, it's so many major moves happening that a lot of the minor moves is not even really getting publicized like that, which is crazy because a lot of these minor moves would be major moves in another offseason. So that just tell you the magnitude of movement has been going on for the NFL. However, we ain't seen shit yet. The draft is six days away, man. The draft is in Las Vegas. If I'm not mistaken, the draft is in Las Vegas this year, right? Oh man, Vegas gonna be smacking. Hopefully. None of the players, none of the prospects or their entourages go out in Vegas and do something stupid. Please don't. Don't mess up the weekend, all right? Let Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday go with with, with no BS, okay? But, man, when I tell you this draft about to be crazy, it's going to be a lot of trades going on in this draft. A lot of trades, bro. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be at least at least five, but I think it might be up to 20 trades in this draft. I'm going to say at least five, but I think it can get up to 20 potential trades in this draft, whether that be people trading into the first round, trading out of the first round. It's definitely going to be a lot of movement between rounds three, four, and five to kind of get players that's falling. Um, but two, it's a lot of teams with players they would like to move. And depending on how the draft board falls, it's a lot of people that might be moving. So let's start with our hometown Browns, all right? Browns got the 44th pick, the 78th pick, the 99th pick, the pick 118. Um, and then a few more picks in the end of the draft. But the picks that's going to matter the most, 44, 78, and 19. Those picks are starter or rotation player picks. So the big question is, what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield? I'm lightweight tired of this question, bro. I watched the Andrew Berry uh, uh, pre-draft presser, and I just got to—I got to say this again. All these people in the Cleveland sports media that get a chance to actually talk to the people making decisions within our sports franchises, and this is the best y'all can do. Y'all got degrees, notoriety. These is the best questions y'all can ask. I mean, even to the point where Andrew Barry has to highlight when y'all actually ask a good question. This is crazy. Tell me I'm tripping. Okay, tell me I'm tripping. Because this shit not making no sense to me, dog. I I ain't I don't really understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask a good question. Oh, because I'm sharing, so you got to excuse that. Like, I don't really understand. 
Y'all asking 45 questions about Baker Mayfield. Why the fuck y'all ain't asking Baker Mayfield? I think it's a big indictment on Cleveland media that Baker spent all this time here and he gave his exclusive to his buddy on the couch and not the Cleveland media. I will also like to say that outside of Baker Mayfield's own stupid decision making, the Cleveland media is a part of the reason why Baker's trade value ain't shit. Y'all argue with him, y'all talk shit about him, and then y'all expect the Browns to get a nice pickback. Now, I think they will, but y'all not helping. And to be honest, y'all really never help the team. Y'all just don't. I, I, Man, Andrew Berry was up there for a whole 30 minutes, and they asked him 14 Baker questions. And then got mad because he wouldn't give you anything. He's been a general manager for three off-seasons now. He never gives you anything. So what are you tripping off of? Um, this notion that the Browns should give Baker away and eat his money, that just tells me, it's just even more than proves the fact that, man, y'all people don't care about Cleveland sports. Y'all, y'all don't give two shits about Cleveland sports, bro. Y'all just, y'all be on some old. I don't even know how to. Y'all be on some bullshit. Just, bro. A franchise quarterback is making forty to fifty million dollars. At worst, thirty thirty five. So a placeholder quarterback is making around 14 to 15 backup. All right. Mitchell Trubisky got like a two-year $30 million deal. Um, Jameis Winston got the same thing. Those number one and number two picks from like seven, six, seven years ago. Baker is the number one overall pick from like four years ago. How is $18 million too much money for a starting quarterback? All these people get up here and say, Baker is among the top 32 best quarterbacks in the league active right now. But nobody, but you're suggesting that nobody wants to pay $18 million for him. On top of the fact that people trying to sell that it ain't really a franchise day one starter in this draft when it comes to the quarterback position. So are you saying, are you saying, I just want to know, are you saying that Baker is not attractive for a second or third round pick? I'm just trying to get with the logic. He's one of the 32 best, one of the top 32. All right, whether he's in the 20s or not, that's for debate. But he's one of the top 32. He's 26. He's on the last year of his rookie deal. It's the only money he got guaranteed to him. And 
that's too much money to eat? How is that too much money to eat? How how is that too much money to trade for? I'm sorry. How is that too much money to trade for? This is how you know the Cleveland hate be real when it comes to the national media. Because they shit just don't be making no sense. So what they try to do is because most of these people like other teams outside of Cleveland, they're always going to suggest Cleveland the bullshit so their teams can capitalize. I'm going to tell you right now, Baker asked to sit at home all year. We wouldn't care. Baker asked to be on this roster and play his 18 million out here. Or they could do him like they OBJ and let him stay on the roster for like 10 games, 11 games, then release him. So if you is playing the weight game and you think you're not going to give up at least something kind of significant for Baker, Baker ass won't play no football this year. I'm going to just tell you that right now. All right? Now, and I'm going to say that because you don't think our Andrew Berry, you know, people try to play hardball with the, with the Browns, with Cleveland teams, period, but with the Browns. Do you not see some of the trades he didn't pull it off? What makes you think he can't get a second or third for Baker? What makes you think? Like, I, I'm just trying to understand the logic where it's not a franchise quarterback in his draft. But a team is going to decide to draft one of those players in the first round and not take Baker with a second or third? I should be trying to understand y'all logic, man. I ain't. It, it just don't make no sense to me. I ain't been the Baker supporter like that. But as I've said on numerous occasions, if Baker shows the ability to read defenses, Baker is a top five quarterback in this league. Right now, he's top ten for sure. But with his arm talent and his and his guts, you know what I'm saying, he's he a top five. But I, I do understand not being able to read defenses is a big thing. I don't think Baker's uncoachable. You just got to get the right coach around him. Take Lincoln Riley, for example. What type of coach is Lincoln Riley? Players coach. You know what I'm saying? Gets the most out of his guys. You roll them up. I understand that's college. But you still got to do the same thing in the NFL. You got to coach your players up or, you know, you know, you know, have that relationship with your quarterback. So that way, you know, he go out there and perform at his best. Baker didn't perform at his best with the Cleveland Browns because he don't fit the Cleveland Browns. And that's just the reality. You look at all the quarterbacks in our division, Baker was the oddball. You look at all the rosters in our division. If one of those other quarterbacks in our division was on our team with that roster we had last year, We've been doing way bigger things. But Baker in a dome, Baker playing somewhere sunny, we're sunny all the time. I think that's a good fit for me. On top of that, outside of Malik Willis, bro, I don't even know what y'all see. Like, the, the, the quarterback hype be so real. My – Initial predictions about the draft is that a quarterback don't go in the first round. 
I will answer that a little bit and say Malik Willis should definitely go in the first round. But I wouldn't be shocked if he failed it too. You know what I'm saying? Now, it doesn't serve the Browns any good interest at 44 if no quarterback goes in the first round. Because that means a lot of position players then left. Right? And I mean this draft is deep on receivers and defensive ends, and offensive tackles, offensive linemen for the most part. But offensive tackles. Uh, defensive linemen for the most part. Um, quite a few secondary guys in here. Uh, I mean, it's, it's your running backs ain't even getting ball. There's a couple nice running backs in the draft. Um, but what I ultimately think the Browns would do at 44 is they probably going to do the best player available. I think, though, even though Andrew Berry wouldn't say this, he said something that was real interesting. He was asked about the defensive tackle position. Um, it wasn't the greatest question, but it was a great topic. Um, and he said, you know, we got some young guys on here that's been in the system for a couple years. Um, you know, and he wanted to let them guys get a shot. That does not mean he's not going to bring in some type of competition. Now, he already brought in uh, Taven Bryant. And I think that that move was getting so underplayed. And I think that's going to be a real impactful move for these Browns in the 22-23 season. Um, but I could see the Browns going defensive tackle at 44. Because I feel like it's going to be a couple nice defensive tackles there that we need. A guy that's been brought to my attention is this Travis Jones guy. Man, this is a big dude. He got some power, and he got a little athletic. He got a nice little burst off that line. 6'5", 320, 325. We need that. You put him in there with Taven, 6'6", 6'5", defensive tackles. You got 6'4", 6'5", defensive ends. Man, your defensive line big as shit. All right, and for the the smaller type of linebackers that we seem to have, that works perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's only that for Baker. That's a fact, healthy alien. That's a fact. If he if he in some sunny weather or something, he gonna play a lot better. I mean, everybody can't play well in this in this uh in this Browns uh weather in these because it's so unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we still got to see how Deshaun going to play. But Baker definitely in sunny weather is probably a good move. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the NFC. I'm almost positive if he's going to go to the NFC. Um, but that defensive tackle position for the Browns, that is like the biggest priority. Um, even though the, all, the front office ain't saying it, that's the biggest priority. And if you ask me, the second one is linebacker, middle linebacker. I just don't feel like we have the type of middle linebacker we need in this division. 
it's a few few guys out there that's probably gonna be around them in that second, that third and fourth round for sure. Like uh is it Trey, Trey Armstrong, Troy Armstrong from uh that I don't think it was boy, Montana. That boy's gonna be a dog. Um, Perion Riffrey, defensive tackle. That boy gonna be a dog. Now I think Perion play a little high. I think I think he he don't play with enough leverage. Like he need to be able to get lower and come up. You know, so I think he still play a little high. I feel like his his butt in the air being being too high in the air is gonna throw off his balance. You know what I'm saying? Forever how strong he is, is if your balance it don't matter how strong you is. If you don't got balance, if you can't control, then your your strength mean nothing. Because you don't got no coordination. So, but I like Perion. Um, I like Leo Chenal too from uh, Wisconsin. Um, the Browns will take a receiver, but I wouldn't be shocked if this wasn't if they didn't go second or third round for the receiver, um, because. The Browns, it's so it's it's still a lot of options at receiver. Whether the Browns trade for one post draft, whether they draft one, whether they sign a veteran that's gonna give them a nice price uh, for to retain their services or uh, to you know acquire their services. Um, you still got a lot of options though. And then when you got a good quarterback, it's kind of lightweight, easier to find receivers to play a role. And I think about Tom Brady. Tom Brady played with top receivers a couple times. Not not a lot, just a couple times. Um, and when he did, they were unstoppable. But even when he had just like regular receivers, um. You know, they did really good. I mean, David Patton, you know what I'm saying? Deion Branch was a wonder uh, at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he done had a lot of guys, and and a lot of guys he done helped uh, get their status up. So, like I said, when it comes to receivers, it just depends on the type of quarterback you got. And the type of offense you're trying to run. You know what I'm saying? Um, but getting into Mo draft shit, not even just with the Browns. Um, because in order to kind of see where the Browns gonna go, you gotta kind of predict what these other teams gonna do a little bit. So we can venture into that, right? Like the top five. Which is Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, the Jets. And Giants. And then Carolina at six, and then the Giants again at seven. A report came out that said the Jacksonville Jaguars might take Aiden Richardson with the first pick. It's kind of hard for me to believe that when they got Josh Allen. But it's not unheard of or outrageous to think that they might if they think it. If I pair Aiden with Josh, I got a nice edge for for a while. 
But I seriously think that report came out so they could try to beat Detroit in trading up. Even if it's just one pick. Acquiring another pick um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars would, 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 would definitely help them out for a long-term rebuild. Again, Travis Etienne back. Um, he gonna be with James Robinson. You you got a uh, Trevor Lawrence over there. You just signed Christian Kirk. Didn't they get uh Marvin Jones last year or something? You know what I'm saying? You brought over uh Evan Ingram. Man, the Jaguars looking kind of nice, but I still think they need an offensive offensive lineman. So whether that be guard or tackle, I feel like. That's what they about to take. They about to uh they gonna take an offensive line. Detroit is said and predicted to take Aiden Richardson. But I like wait think if anybody gonna draft Malik Willis in the top five, it's gonna be Detroit. Could I see Carolina drafting Malik Willis at number six? I could. I could. But if Carolina is set on trying to trade for Baker, they're not going to use that pick. Their receivers right now are DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and uh, and that's it. So, bro, I think Carolina might go receiver. I feel like if they gonna or if they know that they're gonna trade for Baker, it's it's all gonna be about having talent around you. Um, I don't know what they offensive no idea. Actually, shout out to to my, to the to the homegirl Sheena, uh reporter for the Carolina, uh, like one of the beat writers for Carolina Panthers. Uh, she is very knowledgeable and is it's been a pleasure to be able to interact with her. Um, so it's a big shout out to Sheena. Um, but I mean, it's a lot of good offensive linemen in this draft. So I would not be shocked if Carolina took an offensive lineman with six. Somebody that's going to actually, you know, kind of one of them short fire picks, kind of like. Um, especially with uh, McCaffrey coming back. And uh, you thinking even whatever quarterback they got. You know, whoever they choose to run with, they're going to need some type of protection. So, you got to excuse my phone. So, I can see them taking a line in there. Houston at three. Bro, they might take Tipido. I think Thibodeau could go at three, but I also think a receiver could go at three. I think a receiver could go as high. Uh, the first receiver off the board could go at three or four. Um, worst case scenario, the first receiver off the board goes at seven because I don't – well, no, not seven, at eight because when it comes to the Giants at five and seven, I think the Giants go offensive linemen and – Bro, so the Giants got a nice, the Giants got a nice little team. 
it's not like they team trash. Like they actually got some pieces over there. But they offensive line suck and they linebackers suck. So I if I'm thinking that uh Neil, Evan Neal, I think, is from uh my uh, uh Alabama. I, I wanna say he's going to Jacksonville. But if he doesn't go to Jacksonville, I could see the Giants doing something crazy like Neil at at five and then Nicobe Dean at seven. Um the Jets drafted a quarterback last year. They drafted an offensive uh tackle the year before. Um, so I think this year they go defense. They lost May. Uh, they traded, um, they traded, uh, uh, Jamal Adams. So, uh, Hamilton, Coy Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton from, uh, Notre Dame. I got to see him going forward to the, to the, uh, uh, to the Jets. Um. I mean, they got C.J. Mosley in the middle. You know what I'm saying? They got a, they got a couple guys at corner. They got a – like, I could see – I could see C.J. Mosley – I mean, not C.J. Uh, Kai Hamilton, K. Hamilton going to them at four. Um, then you go eight, nine, ten. You got – it's gonna be a really interesting draft, y'all. I know I'm I'm just like freelance, but this draft gonna be so interesting, bro. What I'm telling you, it's gonna be like five to twenty trades. Somewhere between five and twenty. I know that's a big number difference, but it's gonna be at least five trades. It can get up to twenty trades. Because you know, players in the second round and the fourth to begin in the fifth round have so much of a similar skill set to the guys that's going in the first round. It really just depends on how the draft, how the board falls. Like, I think the draft starts when the first quarterback comes off the board. Whenever the first quarterback comes off the board, that sets the tone for the whole rest of the draft. Um. Because quarterback is such a – it's such an important position. When the first quarterback go, that's when the draft don't start. But I could really see Detroit. I could, well, it depends. Jared Goff got a big-ass contract, bro. And if I'm Detroit, and I know that I'm probably going to suck another year. I don't take a quarterback this year. I take the best player on my board. If Aiden is the best player on their board, they take him. But I will argue that Detroit need to take a receiver. I will argue that Detroit can get a good pass rusher in the second round. And Detroit should take a receiver. Or at the end of the first. And Detroit should take a receiver. Um, 
Now that begs the question, who do I think is the first receiver that should go off the board? In my opinion, Chris Olave should be the first receiver off the board. In my opinion, outside of Jamison Williams having the year he had, Chris Olave was the best receiver in college. I will argue Garrett Wilson was too. And to me, Garrett, uh, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Jamison Williams in that order should be the first three receivers off the board. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Traylon Burks, he nice. Drake London, nice. But none of them are the top three. Speed, agility, route running, separation. Those guys don't do it like those guys, in my opinion. Uh, and I could be off state biased, but I mean, we did have guys like Joey Galloway, David Boston, Terry Glenn. You know, I mean, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaughlin, still, still doing shit. San Antonio Holmes. I mean, it's not like Ohio State don't give up nice ass receivers. You know what I'm saying? But. This year, though, for sure, those three receivers were the best receivers in college football last year. Um, college, yeah, college football. I hope I ain't seen basketball. College football last year. So, uh, like I say, those three should be the third, first three off the board. Um, when it comes to edge rushers, uh, Hutchinson, Thibodeau, I mean, those two stand out to me. Um, what's what's old boy name? Lloyd David Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah. He stand out to me. He nice as fuck. He ain't making out the first. Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Um, Jordan Davis. I'm gonna argue that Jordan Davis might be the best, arguably the best defensive player in his draft. Sauce Gardner is going to be a dog. I'm going to say this. Sauce Gardner is going to be a dog, bro. Whoever gets Sauce got something. I mean, could you imagine Sauce going to, to Detroit, playing opposite of uh, my boy from O State? What's my boy name? What's my boy name? It ain't over before. I don't want to fuck his name up. Man, could you could you just see? I mean, even if Sauce could go, bro, Sauce could go seven to uh to the Giants. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't. They lost Bradbury. You know what I'm saying? They just lost um uh, uh Jabril. You know what I'm saying? But they got it. Uh, Xavier McKinney. You know what I'm saying? They got so I, I Sauce going seven. Um, he could go fifth. He can go fifth and they go offensive lineman at seven. You know what I'm But they gonna go offense defense at five and seven. I don't think nobody gonna trade the Giants for that fifth pick because I just I just don't I don't I don't think five and seven are a prominent position. I think that's something they're gonna let the league just be like the Giants, y'all, whatever y'all do, y'all gotta fuck that up on y'all on. We ain't we ain't getting the ball. Um It's a lot of teams that need receivers, though, bro. 
All right, like, like I say, Jacksonville could use another receiver. The Lions need receivers. The Texans need receivers. The Jets could use another another receiver. The Giants about the only team who don't need a receiver. Carolina could use another receiver. The Eagles could use another receiver. The Bears need a receiver. The Packers need a receiver. Um, the Chiefs need a receiver. Baltimore needs a receiver. The Colts need a receiver. I could... I'm just going to go out on them on here and say at least six receivers go in the first round. Olave, Wilson, Williams, Burks, London. Watson. Outside chance, Carl Pickens and Sky Moore go in the first round too, but I think those second round. Like those last three, Either one, one, two, two of them could end up in the second round, but one of them going in the first. Watson, Moore, or Pickens, one of them going in the first. Outside of, but Olave, Wilson, uh, London, Williams, um, Burks, all of them going in the first. So that's five out of the 13. All of them going in the first. Every last one of them. Um, and that, so it's gonna be real interesting to see when that first quarterback goes on the board. That's that's like when that first QB drop. Let me let me pull up the draft. Let me pull up NFL draft order. Man. So I ain't even pulled that shit up. I'm just talking freelance. You feel me? Let me go ahead and pull this up right quick for y'all. I'm talking. Let me pull up the draft order, NFL draft. Let's go. Let's go. So right now I'm going to pull up the ESPN mock draft. Okay. Let's go. Here we go. So by another round, they got to shut us down about an hour ago. So. The draft start next Thursday, which is most likely I'm off because I'm usually off on Thursdays. Uh, we probably going to do something pre-draft. I ain't going to sit up with y'all on a draft for a whole two, three hours because I ain't going to want to just talk about the draft. And I can't stream it and watch it with y'all while I talk about it. I'm going to figure out something, though. I think it's going to be pre-draft. But we're going to see how that work out because we could watch the draft together. It might just be interesting to see for y'all to see my natural reactions from these picks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but with that being said, let's run through a little quick. All right. So Jacksonville, number one. They got best of player available, Aiden Hutchinson. And Ekwanu, Akim Ekwanu. Uh, the old tackle from NC State. 
Otako Evan Neal, Kyle Hamilton. That is Kai's Kyle. Kyle Hamilton, a safety from Notre Dame. He four. Soft Sauce Gardner fifth. Garrett Wilson sixth. Thibodeau seven. Trevon Walker, which is the defensive end from Georgia. He eighth. Drake London ninth. Jermaine Johnson tenth. Derek Stingley. Nicobe Dean twelfth. All right, Lloyd twelve. So hear what I'm saying about the quarterbacks, right? The highest rated quarterback on this ESPN board is Malik Willis, and he's not till twenty pick twenty one. Kenny Pickett is next, and he's at pick twenty two. This just rankings though. This is where I'm going. I don't think he's big enough. I ain't gonna lie, man. I must listen. I've been saying this and I'm gonna stick with it. Jacksonville number one pick is Evan Neal. Is the six eight, three hundred and thirty-seven-pound number two ranked prospect, number three ranked prospect from Alabama. He going first, bro. He going number one. You know why he going number one? Because for one, Jacksonville needs a, a a dominant blocker on that line. For two, they quarterback six six. So when you got a chance to draft a six eight tackle to protect his blind side, something you just can't pass up on. So Evan Neal goes number one. Detroit is number two. Let me see how many picks Detroit got in the first round. Detroit only got one pick in the first round? Detroit uh Hello? Wow. What happened? Did my shit black yeah, out? You blacked out for a second. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, man, that might be my side. Yeah, but I think um, I think Detroit got two. I think they got like the 34th pick or something. Who's that? Oh, no. Who's that? That's the second round. Yeah, oh, uh, in the second round. Yeah. So they got two in the second. Okay. So. If Malik, no, come back. Uh-uh, come back. Uh-uh. Bro, if if Detroit got the second pick in the first round, then the second pick and the last pick in the second round, which means they get three picks in top, inside the top 64. Um, this shit going to sound crazy. But in order them to avoid Yeah, because they took they took a, a a cornerback two years ago. It's like an offensive lineman this year. I mean last year. 
So yeah. So because this draft so deep in position players, I think Detroit could take Malik Willis number two, bro. Malik is a mobile quarterback who like who they say like Vic 2.0. He in Detroit playing in the dome. Bro. Jared Goff on like the last year of his deal anyway, I think. I think uh I think Detroit could go Malik Willis number two. And that's what I'm doing. So I got Evan Neal going one to Jacksonville. I got Malik Willis going two. What you think? Oh, he gone. All right. So. Oh, look at him. That's Mel Kuyper. Let me see. Go ahead. and You can scroll it up. Go ahead and scroll it. So, see what see what he see what he got going on. Yeah, cause I I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say Malik goes too. They got Aiden Hutchinson going number one. I just don't agree with Mel Kiper there. You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't see I I don't agree with him there. I think Malik go too. Aiden Richardson goes. To Houston at three. At that point, you know what? To be honest, everything Emmy say to just take a receiver at four. Um. I don't think that, I mean, they should go defensive back right there because that's what I was just talking about. But if they go defensive back right there, it's going to be Kyle Hamilton. It's not going to be, uh, it's going to be Kyle Hamilton. Once Malik Willis comes off the board, it's going to be a lot of teams willing to trade out the first round. Or trade for a quarterback that they 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 know they they can kind of wiggle with, and this is where I think Andrew Barry got his money on personally when it comes to Baker Mayfield because I mean yeah yeah so I'm going Neil at one Willis at two Hutchinson at three. Kyle Hamilton at four. Uh, this other offensive lineman from NC State, he going to go at five. Carolina might try to trade that pick. If they don't trade that pick, they not. Uh, if they don't trade that pick, Damn, bro. A receiver ain't going to go that high, huh? I was just saying I can see a receiver go that high. Six might be the pick for receiver. Because once the two tackles come off, 
Hutchinson, Neal, and Willis come off. Carolina don't have no need for no uh cornerback. They already got they already got some raw corners down there. Um they gotta address other positions. Um they got DJ Moore, he a speedster. So I think that kind of take Chris Olave out the equation. I think they would go big receiver. So I think Drake London go right there at six. Uh, if the board fall away that I'm that I'm predicting, Neil at one, uh, Willis at two, Hutchinson at three, Hamilton at four. Uh, 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 the offensive tackle from NC State, because I don't want to mess his name. I came. I'm gonna just say I came because that's his first name. I uh, the offensive tackle I came. He go five. I think Drake London to go six. Sauce Gardner go seven. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau will probably end up going eight to the foul. Ooh, Arthur Smith is the guy over there. Mariota over there with Kyle Pitts. Drake London go off the board. You know what? As much, you know what, bro? I could definitely, I'm going to go ahead and leave Garrett Wilson right there then. So we're going to go Garrett Wilson at eight. At nine with Seattle, they're going to go with Kayvon Thibodeau because he's still on the board. They need pass rushing. They was using Jamal uh, Adams as a pass rusher. So he would go off there. Uh, at 10, uh, I think the Jets, I was saying, I did not just, I just said the Jets would probably go receiver too. So at 10, I think the Jets will probably go with Chris Olave. Um, but it's a good chance they might go with Jamison Williams, even though he's still coming off injury. But I think, though, Chris Olave would go right there. The Commanders. Damn, man. Uh, see, they don't need that, though. They, don't, they defensive line fire. They don't need that. Uh, not Washington. Um. But Washington, so they they Washington could go receiver right there though. That's so crazy. Um, but I think because it's Ron Rivera, they would go Stingley. I think they go Stingley, uh, the Commanders. So just to just to go back through my top ten. Neil at one at Jacksonville, uh, Willis the two at Detroit, Hutchinson the three at Houston, uh, Kyle Hamilton four to the Jets. Um, I came to the to the to the uh, Giants at five. Uh, Drake London to Carolina six. Sauce Gardner to uh, to the Giants at seven. Garrett Wilson to the Falcons at eight. Kayvon Thibodeau to Seattle at nine. Uh, Chris Olave. 
Chris Olave to the Jets at 10. Um, Derek Stingley, cornerback. The Commanders at 11. This is where it gets real interesting. But I think Minnesota would go Jordan Davis. Well, they need a. They do need a. They do need some secondary help. But with the second, with the top ranked secondary guys going off the board, um, I don't know if they would jump Tate. I don't know if if Trent Mc if they would. I mean, Trent McDuffie is the 14th ranked player on the board. The Vikings pick at 12, so that's not a reach. But they got Daniil Hunter, and then they just brought over uh, who the, who was that defensive end? They just brought over to pair with Daniil. Whoever the case is, I'll remember in a second. Whatever the case. Man, part of me want to put a linebacker right there. I mean, part of me say they will take N'Kobe Dean. They don't need receivers. They don't need a running back. There is no tight end that high. Um, offensive lineman, maybe. But they took an offensive lineman last year. So let's let's go Trent McDuffie. Let's say they go Trent McDuffie at twelve. Uh, Houston pick again at thirteen. They took Aiden Hutchinson. So I mean, would it be impossible? That they take Jermaine Johnson right here at defensive end and pair him and Hutchinson on that defense for the future? Do I want to say that? Or, I mean, they got Brandon Cooks. They don't really got uh, – ain't too many running backs rated that high. Uh, I will argue they still need offensive linemen. So let's go Charles Cross, offensive lineman out of Mississippi State. Let's say he goes to Houston at 13. Baltimore at 14 is scheduled for McDuffie. He's off the board. Um, man, I really hate to do this. Baltimore gonna take Jameson Williams. They gonna get him a youngster to pair with uh to pair with uh to the with Lamar Jackson in this division where everybody got a nice young receiver. Um, I think Jameson Williams will go fifteen right there. So let's just just go back through ten. Uh, I mean eleven. I got. Derek Stingley going at 11. 
I got Trey McDuffie, cornerback, going at 12. Um, at 13, I got uh, offensive tackle Charles Cross going to the Texans. At 14, I got Jamison Williams, receiver, going uh, to the Eagles. I mean, I mean to the Baltimore Ravens. I'm sorry. 14 going to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. At 15 with the Eagles. I think you might see the first linebacker come off the board. Uh, no, no, you don't. The Eagles gonna take Jordan Davis. The Eagles gonna take Jordan Davis at 15. At 16. At 16. Um. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Okay. At 16, um, with the Eagles. So, and this is where, so, the comment says James Davis. I appreciate the comment, James. I'm definitely shouting you out on here. Appreciate you tuning in. Um, I seen some people. James says he's seen people picking George Pickens in the top 15 because if he's healthy, he'd be a steal. Um, I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. It's so many receivers in this draft, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I said it, it five to six, six, you know, possible eight can go in the first round. Um, George Pickens is one of those guys I can see going in the first round. Um, well, I mean, let's look at Philly team. If because because I see this at pick fifteen when I say the Eagles. Um, I just think for one, Ben Graham got hurt. Um, I think then they just lose Fletcher Cox or did he come back? But he old. Um, Jordan Davis to me probably should go higher, but it's just a lot of these teams in front of them. Got defensive tackles, but not necessarily defensive ends. The defensive ends is a little more prominent position receiver. Um, I think Jordan Davis definitely goes 15 to the Eagles. Now, could the Saints take uh take uh George uh George Pickens? The Saints could take George Pickens. I mean, it just depends on if you got George Pickens rated higher than Sky Moore, Watson, Burks, because Burks still on the board. I ain't even pulled him off yet. It just depends. Um, you know, if it was you, James, who would you? If if it was George or Burks, who would you take? You know, what I'm saying that's 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 my question to you. Um, I think the Saints go receiver right here. Uh, yeah, I think the Saints go receiver right here. Uh, so, but I, I say they take Burks, um, and I say they take Burks because you got Michael Thomas, who is virtually, you know what I'm saying? You got, I mean, he owed possession, everything. He ain't got top line speed. He can break tackles, but he ain't the guy that's going to really be a possession receiver, uh, Chris Carter in this day and era. Um, and that's a high compliment because Chris Carter has some of the best hands ever. Um, 
But I think they take Traylon Burks right there at 16. Uh, I just think that fits more where they at um, and what they got for their team. Uh, so then you got the Chargers at 17. And this is really interesting. Jordan Davis gone. Traylon Burks gone. Um, they defensive line lightweight nice. Um, with Mac and Bosa, you got Derwin. Um, they got J.C. Jackson. Um, can we see our first linebacker go off the board right here? With the Chargers, um, so I'm gonna say Nicobe Dean goes here to the Chargers at 17. Uh, I mean they didn't have such a nice offseason. I'm I'm gonna say Nicobe Dean at 17. Uh, at 18, we go back to the Eagles. Uh. You know what? I say the Eagles take Jermaine Johnson. They get Jordan Davis. Uh, you know, they dudes getting older. Uh, they in a division where they where everybody got a nice defensive line. Jordan Davis and Jermaine Johnson will definitely be two guys that'll help that defensive line. Uh Jermaine Johnson, a guy they can move around. Could probably learn from a, a, a Ben Graham. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Jermaine right there uh, for the Eagles' second pick at 18. Then you got the Saints right back at 19. They took Burks right there. Um, I think I think this center, I think, is it this center? Do I want to put this center right there? I think they need some offensive line help, though. Um, Penning the guy that's ready to go in the first round. But Tyler Linderbaum is a highly rated guy in this draft. Um, I think the Saints could definitely go offensive line right there to help out their quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Jameis got hurt last year. They gave him another receiver. Give him a nice offensive lineman. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there at at, at uh at 19. I'm gonna go Tyler Linderbaum, center from uh, Iowa. Um, uh, so just to go back from my uh 11 through 19 picks before I get to the Steelers at 20. Uh, we got Stingley at Washington. Uh, McDuffie going to the Vikings. Uh, Cross going to the Texans. Uh, Williams going to the Ravens, uh, Jordan Davis at 15 going to the Eagles, Traylon Burke 16 going to the Saints, Nicobe Dean 17 going to the uh, Chargers, uh, Jermaine Johnson 18 going to the to the Eagles, and uh, Tyler Linderbaum 19. Uh, going to the Saints.
So now this is where it gets real interesting in this draft. If this draft falls this way, it gets real interesting because the next three picks are the Steelers, the Patriots, and the Green Bay Packers. And everybody and their mama know the Green Bay Packers want to receive now, according to my calculations, Wilson, Olave, London, and Burks are all off the board, and Williams, by the time we get to pick 20. So, what does the Steelers want to do? They don't need a defensive. They don't need a, a front seven on defense. They definitely need secondary help. And I think they need offensive line help. So, and they need a quarterback. So, the quarterback that I think, I, I see, I don't know if, now see, I don't know if they take Kenny Pickett with the first pick. At 20. Um, even though that seemed like the slot. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie, that seemed like the slot. Um, I think, you know, getting this far and seeing this, I think two teams, when I get to this point, that I think could trade up with teams that's willing to trade back um, are actually the Steelers and the Packers. Because... Once that first receiver starts going off the board, the Packers going to get nervous. They need a receiver. Um, they may be willing to trade up. It's Aaron Rodgers. They got to be aggressive. You know, they they might want to come up and try to to get a Drake or a, or a Jamison Williams. I think that's that's very possible. Um, who they got? Christian Watson. You know what's so crazy? Wait, let's go back, bro. All right, so let's go. Let's go to the Steelers. Uh, with all that's being said, with the best players on the board, Devin Bush was injured. T.J. Watt. They need secondary help, bro. I'm gonna be real. I think the Steelers take Daxton Hill at safety because um, Minka Fitzpatrick needs some help. You know what I'm saying? He needs some help. So I'm going to go Daxton Hill at 20 to the Steelers. Uh, you got the Patriots at 21. I think the Patriots going to draft the best player available. They're not going to take a quarterback because they don't need one. Uh, so I can see Devin Lloyd, linebacker. Uh, they say Nicobe Ding. I see Devin Lloyd because I think uh, Nicobe Ding will go. Go back to the Chargers right quick, bro. Who the charge? Who they got the Chargers picking? Cause I ain't even pay no attention to that when I was uh doing my thing. Uh, Jordan Davis, he ain't gonna be there. Uh, but man, bro, and they bet not let the Chargers do that neither, bro. Can you imagine a defensive line? With Jordan Davis, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack, man, we not doing that, bro. We we NFL bet not let that happen. All right, y'all teams better do y'all damn job. All right, 
Um, but I'm going to go. Oh, my phone died. Oh, it didn't. My God. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I'm going to go Daxton Hill at 20. Uh, I'm going to go. He going to go. Yeah, he going to the Steelers at 20. Um, best player available for uh, for uh, the Patriots. They going to go uh, David Lloyd. Um, so that leaves Green Bay. Um, so this where I go back to James, man, bro. Christian Watson or Carl Pickens. Um, but I think they go Christian Watson. Six four six five, playing with Aaron Rodgers. I think they go. I think that's what they do. Um, the Cardinals. At twenty-four, uh, they might take uh Carl uh the George Carlifus Carlifatus Carlifatus. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry if I mess your name up, bro. But uh, defensive end from Purdue. I see him going to the Cardinals at 24 if the board fall this way. Then you get to the Cowboys. Uh, That's 23 for the uh, Cardinals. 20, yeah, 23. Yeah. Okay. 23 for the Cardinals. Uh. Yeah, okay, because I said 25, my fault. Yeah, 23 for the Cardinals. They they, they probably definitely going to go uh, defensive end. They just lost Chandler Jones. They want to keep that uh that front seven young and intact. Um, I got to hit up Arizona Isle and see how he feel about that because he definitely will have more insight than me. Um, When it comes to the Cowboys, um. Cowboys probably wanted a linebacker, but the line, the top linebacker's gone. They might take David Ojabo. David Ojabo from Michigan. I can see him going. I can see him going to the Cowboys. Who they got? Arnold, I don't even know what what he ranked on her. I don't even see his rank on her. He ranked thirty eighth. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think they go there. I think they definitely go uh, Ojabo for sure. Uh, so then you got who after who after who after them? Uh. The Buffalo Bills. In my opinion, bro, the Buffalo Bills need a running back. In my opinion, what's the hottest red running back on here? Kenneth Walker at 44. Not at 5'9. Bryce Hall at 5'11. I think Bryce Hall goes. 
I think Bryce Hall be the only running back going the first round. I think he the best running back in the in the in the draft. Um, and I think that's a position of need for uh the Buffalo Bills. Um Yeah. Buffalo, yeah. We going running back. Bryce Hall, twenty fifth. So then we get to the Titans. The Titans gonna draft a quarterback. They say they're gonna draft a guard. The Titans gonna draft a quarterback. So by the way the Titans play, I'ma go uh Matt Coral. I'ma go Matt Coral from Ole Miss. He going to the Titans at 26. Tampa Bay at 27. Tampa Bay definitely going defense at 27. Um, so I'm going to say Tampa Bay definitely going defense at 27. Uh Devontae Wyatt. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Devontae Wyatt went. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Devontae Wyatt went to Buffalo. But I just don't feel like that's Buffalo's most pressing need. And I don't think taking Bryce Hall that far back in the draft is a reach. Um, because you are, they already got Devin Singletary. Um, they got Zach Moss too, but Zach Moss like a third, like a third back to me. Uh situational pound guy. Uh change it up. But I think Bryce Hall could be uh every down back. Him in a combination of Devil Singletary with what Josh Allen bring to the table. Um now don't get me wrong though. Buffalo could go receiver at twenty five too. You could see a George Pickens or a Scott Moore come off right there. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I think that's very possible. I'm giving them Bryce Hall though. Um Green Bay coming back with they scroll back down. No, go back to the Titans. Okay, yeah, I got the Titans saying Matt Corral. Okay. So Devontae Wyatt, yeah, I can see Devontae Wyatt going right there to to the to Tampa Bay. Um Green Bay took their receiver. I ain't gonna lie, bruh. I got Green Bay taking two receivers. They probably gonna take uh George Pickens too, or Sky Moore, depending on I'm gonna say George Pickens. So George Pickens and Christian Watson going to uh, Green Bay in the first round. That gives seven receivers in the first round. Then you got the Chiefs coming up. Uh, in my opinion, if the Chiefs do go receiver right there, they'll probably take Jahan Dotson. Even though, in my opinion, they probably take – and I'm going to go Andrew Booth. Uh, I think the Kansas City Chiefs take uh Andrew Booth right there at 30. 
Then you got Cincinnati at 31. Uh, with everybody off the board, uh, with them rebuilding a line, I can see them drafting Kenyon Green uh, at 31, offensive guard from uh, Texas A&M. And then uh, who got the last pick? Who down to the last? Who the last? Who last? Oh, Detroit got the last pick in the first round, too? Why don't say this? Oh, it do say that. Oh, that's crazy. Bruh, they about to get... Yeah, Malik definitely going, too. Malik going, too. I'm going to tell you why Malik going, too. Because Detroit got the 32nd, the 34th, and the 34th pick. My, my, my dingy ass was looking at the first round when I seen they had the second. So they got, oh, yeah. So. Detroit already took their quarterback. I can see them trying to shop uh, uh, golf and being willing to take some of that contract. But I, I think they're going to let him play it out. So Detroit at 32 gonna take Boye Mafi from uh Minnesota. I think they gonna make him they pass rusher, dual threat. Um and uh man, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just conclude with the first round right there. Alright. So we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna, we gonna, we gonna run this back. We're gonna run this back. We're gonna run this back. All right. Neil number one. Malik number two, uh, Malik Willis number two, um, Aiden Richardson number three, Kyle Hamilton number four, uh, Akeem number five, um, Drake London at six, Sauce Gardner at seven, Garrett Wilson at eight, Kayvon Thibodeau at nine, uh, That was Chris Olave at 10. Chris Olave at 10. Derek Stingley at 11. Trey McDuffie at 12. Charles Cross at. Kobe Dean. What had happened was. Hello? Am I back? Yeah, you I'm good. I'm for a minute anyway. Am I back? Yeah, you back. Okay. okay. Nicobe Dean at 17. Um, Jermaine Johnson at 18. Tyler Landerbaum at 19. Daxton Hill at 20. David Lloyd at 21. Um. Christian Watson at 22, uh, George Kalafatis at 23. Um, who the fuck did I give Dallas? 
Ah, I was doing so good. Who I give Dallas? Get out of here. I forgot who I gave Dallas, y'all. I ain't gonna even hold you. I usually don't uh flip up on shit like that, but I definitely just slipped up. Uh That's crazy. Did I even give Dallas a pick? Did I skip Dallas? I know I said a pick for Dallas. Did I say, who down here? Not Hill. They ain't going to go offensive tackle. Did I say Devontae? Nope, Devontae Wyatt going to go. All right, I'll come back to Dallas. My fault, Dallas fans. I forgot who I said y'all was going to get. But I do remember when I said... Bryce Hall going 25, and then uh, Matt Coral going 26 to uh, the Titans. Devontae Wyatt 27 to the uh, uh, Bucks. I got uh, George Pickens going 28, and I got Booth going 29. Uh, oh, shit. Kansas City got the 29th and 30th pick. Oh, shit. I think I skipped some shit. For sure. And then you got the bangles. I skipped. I skipped one of uh, I definitely skipped one of the Chiefs picks. So they gonna go corner. Probably gonna receive a two, bro. I said they gonna go Jahan Dawson. I did say they're going to go Dotson. Oh, no, maybe I did skip one. Yeah, they're going to go. Okay. So I got them going Dotson. I got them going Dotson and Booth at 29 and 30. George Pickens going at uh, at 28. Devontae Wyatt. Um, Boye, uh, uh, Boy Madafi, uh, Mafi. Boy Mafi. Boye Mafi. I'm messing his name up. From Minnesota, he going to the to Detroit at 32. But who did I give Dallas, though, for they pick, though? I don't think they go offensive linemen. They got a D. Did I give them a pass rusher? George going here. Damn, y'all. Oh, David Ojabo. That's who I said was going to Dallas. They're going to get David Ojabo. That's what I said. Because I got three three uh, Michigan defensive uh, players going in the first round uh, with Hutchinson, Hill, and uh, Ojabo. That's what I said. All right. So, listen, I appreciate everybody who listened to the stream. You know what I'm saying? I know my shit be a little erratic sometimes. I just be coming off freelance off the top, fucking with y'all on this shit. You feel me? I do have those where I come all uniformed and I got it all laid out and things like that. But I kind of like these freestyle events because I feel like I can get more involvement in, you know what I'm saying? And people can really get a feedback and some stuff. And when you write it all down, you get to cover everything. So, you know, but sometimes you want to leave the mind of wondering. You know, I want people to ask, you know, what did you think about this? You know, I listened to it. I I hear you didn't mention this. You know, what's up with this? You know, I'm looking for this interaction. So I am D-Trent. 
This is Game Changer Sports Talk on Industry Sports. We appreciate everybody who be liking the streams, following, tuning in, you know what I'm saying? But give your feedback, man. Email us, man. Listen, dtrent at, at, at gmail.com, you know what I'm saying? Industry Sports, like you can, you can email us, bro. You can inbox us, you know what I'm saying? Any of the social platforms, it's all love, you feel me? We love Cleveland, we love sports, man. But this is D-Trent. I am Game Change. This is Game Change Sports Talk on Industry Sports. We just went over a little mock draft for the first round coming up for the NFL Draft 2022, which is going to be aired on ESPN April 28th at 8 p.m. All right, 5 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure y'all follow, like, share, squad. We'll holler at y'all later, man.